All right, back at Radio Row, and I track this guy down. He always blows me off when I'm talking about when we're in Denver. Be like Nick, Nick Ferguson, my guy, come over and let's let's do the show. Then you ghost me. Right? No, that that is not technically true. <laughs> uh, I think maybe Sean Connery uh, could answer that question because it's it's totally the opposite. I'm trying to track you down, saying, "Hey, man, uh, when are you gonna put this thing together? When are you gonna have me on?" I we I you were one of my top guys that I wanted to get on. Yeah, because, give me the justification uh, <laughs> now. Just just go ahead. Tell me now. Uh, I'm just trying to stroke you off, okay? Yeah. Uh, Nick Ferguson, Denver Bron- former Denver Broncos. What teams did you play besides the Broncos? Um, I played for the Jets before arriving in Denver, and then after Denver I, I went with Coach Kubiak to Houston. That's right. That's right. What are you doing now? Hey, man, I'm doing some uh, media work uh, in the Denver, in Denver. area. And also, I got a YouTube show, the Nick Ferg Show. Definitely uh, check that out. So I'm just trying to uh, get out there, man. And also, I'm, I'm promoting this foundation, Drug Free World, man. So we'll get, we'll get into yeah. that in a second. But the big thing. Oh, the big thing. The big thing I want to talk to oh, you about boy. is you are a. Is it fashionista or fashionisto? Uh, I guess depending on uh, what country you come from. I. You are a fashion icon <laughs> especially in the state of Colorado you always look good like you're always clean cuts yes you always have like I'm looking at your outfit now and I'm like that's just way too put together well you could do the same thing Scott I could look at my beard <laughs> look at my beard Nick oh I am like a fluffy hamster that got caught in like the garbage disposal. That's what I look like. I my wife before I left to come out here and she's like, "Oh, I thought you were going to shave." Yes. And I was like, "Oh, that that would have been a well, good so idea." Here's a, here's a question for you. When you decided to come out here, how did you pack or did you pack at all? I packed. I packed clothes. Well, well, see, that's different. See, everyone packs clothes. Did you look at your clothes and say, "You know what? On this day, I'm going to do this, or I want to bring enough clothes where if I need to change my ensemble, I can. No, no, no. I bought, I brought this hoodie that my <laughs> wife got me, my wife and kids. It yeah. has, says Duff Uncensored, so I can promote myself as I'm walking around. I try to linger in front of cameras just so, so I get, <laughs> so people, people are like, stop, stop it, get out of here, oh. you little bastard. Uh, I, that's basically what I did is I have, like, three things with my logo on it and then other miscellaneous clothes. No real thought into fashion when it comes to me, which is pretty obvious when you see me. I think I'm very disappointing when I meet people. They're like, oh, I've been a longtime listener. Ah, kind of (laughs) gross. Kind of gross. The only thing that matters, Scott, is what does your wife think? If she doesn't really care, she's okay with it. No, she does care. Oh, she does I, care. I, I disappoint her on a regular oh. basis. She looks at me and she's just like, ugh. Oh. All right. So, so what are we gonna do to help you out in that department? I don't know. Uh, if you could just pay for my my pay for my, <laughs> my fashion. Uh, what isn't? The, aren't those? Don't they have? programs where you can order uh, yeah they, they they do where you uh i can't remember uh stitch fix yes 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 you can order like box clothes and they can send them to you to kind of mix and match yeah yeah but i think you have the capabilities 
of doing that yourself. If you can match your 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 undergarments with your nightshirt or your trousers with your oh sweatshirt, you can do that. No. You why are you so into clothes in your appearance? We've talked about this before. Can you kind of explain to people when it started and just just because you light up. Yeah. You, you love <laughs> looking good, and you do. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, thank you. I mean, it started, you know, growing up in inner city. And, you know, my mom, single mom, didn't have a lot of money. So with the very limited supply of clothes that she purchased us, I had to learn how to mix and match, right? Because when your mom tells you you're only going to get one pair of shoes for entire school season, you got to make that work. I mean, you couldn't run down your shoes like I used to do when I was much younger to a point where I, I couldn't even wear them. I had to be careful with my shoes, which I am now. Uh, I, I'm okay with people stepping on my shoes now. Before, when I was much younger, I wasn't. That was an issue. Really? Yes, people stepping. I mean, could you imagine someone just steps on your shoe? They don't even say excuse me, and they continue to walk. Wouldn't yeah. that piss you off? Well, that would piss me off. Exactly. At least say excuse me. But yeah, it was, well, and especially when they're brand new, yes, that pisses me off. That's well, why I get I, I like I prefer black shoes. You hardly ever will see me in white shoes. That's because right. I can't stand when they get dirty and yes. they look all dingy. You know what? I used to wear these shoes uh, Nike made uh, called Air Force Ones. Mm -hmm. uh, that guy over there, listening to audience, you can't see, but there's a guy who pair Air Force Ones on. They're all white. That's the one thing about it. You got to get the all crispy white. Now, the one thing about it, when someone steps on them, it ruins them. So I used to keep baby wipes uh, in my car. So if I was somewhere and someone scuffed them, yeah. then I'll go in the car. And it was almost like washing my hands, which I don't like really shaking hands with people, but I do it to be cordial because I'm a little neurotic about that whole idea of shaking hands. Yeah. But that's why I would normally care care wipes. Well, and I, I get the, the shaking hands thing yeah. because it is gross. Obviously, we just dealt with the pandemic, and you realize once we went through that or started going through that, you realize how gross we were as a whole. He <laughs> said gross. That sounds so terrible. It, but it is, though. Like I mean, you sit there and you go, I remember just being, uh, quote, unquote, reckless with it. Like, there's vi a video of Mark Schlereth spitting milk in my face. Didn't uh, even think about it. It's just like, see? I didn't even think about it. Or there'd be times where I'd be like, hey, I'm drinking a, a beer or something. Be like, oh, this tastes good. And then I'd share, share, share it whoa, with somebody. Whoa, hey, man. No, right? no, no, no. They're boundaries. Right. But but they would drink it and no, no big deal. And then you realize, okay, it's gross. And then and then you start doing the pandemic thing, and you realize, geez, most people don't even wash their hands after they go to the bathroom and God knows what else. But, yeah, it, it, it's pretty eye-opening. I, I really do appreciate your, your fashion sense. It's, it is a breath of fresh air in the media world because <laughs> most of us are well you know most of us are <laughs> as i point the finger at somebody like look at that guy uh so uh, most of us don't have a sense of fashion in, right. in the media we just like whatever if it's free it's for me type yeah. of mentality well you know what i just wanted to bring a different sense of uh fashion yeah to uh i guess uh, a, a dull, a bland Colorado area, just kind of spice it up just here and there and just letting people know that they can too. All you have to do is pay more attention to it. And, and you can ball on a budget. You can? 
you can ball on a budget. I can go to the thrift store yes. and look fashion yes. conscious. Yes. Listen, I've gone, and I have no problem going to secondhand stores, Yeah. Uh, especially when I was in college. I would go to secondhand stores all the time, take the clothes to the cleaners, but just kind of put an ensemble together. Anyone can do it. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm going to have to take you shopping with me at some point. And you're going to be so disgusted with <laughs> my sense oh. of fashion and whatever. I think that's a, uh, something we could do and have some fun with. That, you know, you and no, I. Uh, yes. And I think I think you should be a consultant, to be honest. I, Nick, mm. I think you could do that. Well, see, well, then you would have to be the first client. And ideas that if, if I can make over <laughs> the hub, <laughs> I can make over anyone. And people be like. God damn it, he's good. <laughs> he is good. <laughs> Holy crap. Yes. That, that, that's an idea because guess what? Everyone has a style. Your style doesn't have to fit anyone else. The only thing that matters is whatever you are wearing, right, that you are comfortable in your skin. You know what I like, Nick? We just have talked for, I don't know, 10 minutes, and it's just all fashion. And I like that. Yes. I think it – to me, it's just like I like sitting down with with a lot of you, especially former athletes, yeah. and just in talking to you about just random things, random things, and normal and what's normal to you. Yeah. And uh, I'll ask you something. Well, how often do you come out to Vegas? I don't come to Vegas uh, that that often because the, the the rule is that what happens in Vegas ends up on YouTube. Oh yeah. 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 So uh, you got to be very, <laughs> you got to be very careful because everyone has one of the these things in oh, their hand oh, yeah. and the power of technology. You don't want to get involved with that. But uh, no, I don't travel to Vegas uh, that often. But I do come to uh, every Super Bowl. Oh, you do. Yes, you do. Okay, I, I missed last year's. Did you go to the wait Arizona? Did, That's last year. Yeah, I didn't go to that one. I went to the one in L.A. Okay. the year before. When did you get out to Vegas then? I came out here Wednesday. Like, as oh. so, soon as I land, I, okay. I dropped my bags and boom, I was off. Oh, so you missed the media party. The media party was cool. It was at the Grand Prix uh, facility. Is that a little racetrack? Yeah, yeah. It's the it's the North American hub now for Formula One, Formula One racing. I'm not a big racing yeah. guy, but they had some of those F1 cars out. It's freaking awesome. It's really cool, and they had a they had a lot of great food and good spread out there. You need to go to the party at least once, because I know you you come out later yeah, usually. Yeah. But it it's neat. It's interesting. But that being said, you go to one, you've seen them all, all essentially. Yeah. <laughs> but you still but but you still have to go to all of them just to say that you went to all of them. Right. Well, that and for me, for like my show, I talk about random stuff all the time, funny news and whatever. And it's just content. Yeah. You know, people watching and stuff like the one here that what was really cool is the Blue Man group was there. Really? And those guys are cool. Those, are, they, are they like what do they really look like without the stuff? Yes. I, I don't know. Can, you, can we identify them? No, I don't think you could because they're wearing these like scalp things that are just blue and when you see them up close which was cool because they're walking around i have like selfies with them and yeah. stuff like that and 
it's it's kind of gross because it looks like clumpy blue paint and stuff like that, and they're wearing blue gloves, like surgical-looking type gloves and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but if they had that stuff taken off and they were standing right next to me, I would never know because they it is so blue, blue and distracting. <laughs> But it's definitely worth oh. worth seeing. I think you would be entertained by it because yeah. I I we took my wife and I took the kids out here for Christmas just to do something different. Yeah. And we saw a Blue Man group and the kids loved it. It was such an entertaining show and very unique. And it's 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 definitely I wouldn't see it again. Like right. I wouldn't go paid to see it again, but it was definitely worth every penny. So, I, I may have to uh, definitely uh, check that out. You should. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just it's just interesting, and it's like, how the hell did they do that? And like, they're throwing <laughs> marshmallows from across the stage into dude's mouth. Whoa! See, wait. F- first of all, I can't do that. You don't like mar- uh, well, marshmallows? No, I don't like people taking marshmallows <laughs> <laughs> and throwing them in my mouth with their hands. Like, he, I, they have those gloves on. It's fine. Yes, but, but 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 they have to touch other things too, right? I'm sure in the show, don't, don't they touch other things other than marshmallows? I know. I know. Listen, Nick, I've traveled with you. I know you're yes. a germ germ freak. Yes. You, uh, yeah, that's funny too, because that made me think about when I used to work in restaurants. There'd be people wearing gloves, and they'd be touching everything, What's like it? the register yes. and stuff. Then they'd try to touch the food. I'm like, what are you doing? Exactly. You can't do that. And they say, well, I had gloves on. Yeah, what do you think they're magical? They just exactly they like clean off the the shit. No, no. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I love I love you. Okay, yeah. I do. I think you're an amazing person. And tell everybody what you got going on with this program. Yeah, it's uh, truthaboutdrugs.org. Uh, it's an amazing program, and what we do with that program is designed to educate uh, kids on drugs like you, you know like fentanyl is a huge yeah. issue everywhere and it, it's killing people and the idea is that let's educate these kids so we can arm them when they go out me, you like me we both have kids and the idea is that we know our kids are around others more than they're around us during the day so we have to make sure our kids are educated because as the number state you know if parents talk to their kids about drugs 55% of those kids are less likely to use drugs. And it's about introducing that concept because I know most parents, my parents were the same way, but we don't want to talk about drugs. They think that they're introducing them to us. But by that point, I knew more about drugs than my parents told me about. And the idea is to, if you tell someone, hey, here's what fentanyl, marijuana, or cocaine can do to you, they're less likely look at the situation when presented going like, you know what? I know what this drug can do to me. I know this group of people are thinking if I don't do them, I'm not cool. But I tell kids all the time, man, it is cool to be uncool. And this is why we want to give this information. And here's the great part about it, Scott. It is absolutely free. Really? So they can go to drugfreeworld.org and get more information? Yes. And I listen, it's it's interesting. My my kids are nine and ten and I, I think you're absolutely right. There is some hesitation at points where you're like, what if I bring it up and and maybe that's just going to make them curious about it and, you know, take them down the wrong path. But but then it, I would rather do that 
and educate them mm -hmm. and go, oh, listen, there's going to be, especially now with that fentanyl shit. Yes. Man, that stuff's this is real. Horrible. And, and also, Scary. too, if, if, if you touch it, like if just touching it with your hands, yeah. and then you never, you walk, kind of rub an open orifice on your mouth and you're on your, your body, then guess what? People are drop, dropping on the ground dead, flat. Because of fentanyl. And it's a huge problem. Huge problem. And if you don't think it's a huge problem, you need to open your eyes. Exactly. And again, a great way for people to get their eyes opened is go to drugfreeworld.org. Nick Ferguson, you're an amazing person. I appreciate, appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you. You got to have me on your show. And listen. Uh, you sure you're not going to big time me? I'm not going to big time you. <laughs> listen. If there's two motherfuckers at the table right now, yes. you and me. Yeah. You, sorry, I cussed as you were. <laughs> your guy, your guy's recording, and I'm like, listen, there's two motherfuckers yeah. at the table. Yeah. Between the two. Yes. I'm not gonna ghost you. You ghost me. You ghost me. You son of a bitch. Well, well, we, we, we will put that plan into the action, and then we will see who ghosted whom. I won't ghost you. Uh, I've continued success. Yes. How do people follow you on social media? Oh, real easy, man. Uh, at Nick Ferguson underscore 25. You can find me on Instagram and you can find me on Twitter. Uh, I guess former Twitter known as X. I yes. just call it Twitter, dude. Right. It's so X sounds dumb. Like if I say, hey, I tweeted something that makes sense. Yes. But. Would you say I just X, X something out? That just that sounds, sounds really erotic. Yeah, erotic. Yeah. <laughs> I just like, Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. What did you just X? <laughs> uh, oh, wouldn't you like to know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Nick Ferguson. Nick, thank you so much. Appreciate it, brother.